good morning. Good morning to everyone. Good Sunday morning. December 6th, first Sunday in December. As we look toward Christmas and look toward the end of 2020, which has been a year for the, the ages. Amen. Um, but we pray that God is with you. This morning, in all the ways that you need him to be, we believe that he is. Um, <clears throat> many times, he, you know, God is—he's more than what we think he is at any given time. And so, uh, perhaps I should say, I pray that you're receiving God in all the ways that you need him um, on this morning. Amen. Because God is more than enough, and we must continue to look to him um, as we go through this journey. Praise God. And so we're continuing to look to him. And I believe, amen, that as those who share the word of God, that the, the job is fairly simple. In the end, it's all about pointing people to Jesus. Amen. That's it. It's about pointing people to God. Um, not to ourselves, not to our so-called accomplishments, not to anything about what we've done, what we're doing, and all of that. It's about pointing people to God. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we are endeavoring to do today and every time we come before you, amen, to point you to the Lord, amen. Um, and in doing that on this morning, we're going to go to St. John chapter 16, the Gospel of John chapter 16. And we will read from verse 23, and we'll read down to verse 28. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 23, and we'll read down to verse 28, starting in the King James Version. And it says, in, And in that day, Jesus speaking, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs, but the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loveth you, because ye have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father, and am come into the world. Again, I leave the world, and go to the Father. Amen. We stop there. Amen. Um, let's pray today, and then we'll get... Uh, into the Word and receive more from the Lord. Let's pray first. Father, we bless your name. Yes, and we thank you on this morning. We thank you, God, for bringing us to this day. We thank yes. you for our life, health, and our strength. Jesus. We thank you for the hope that we have in our heart. Oh, God, a hope that has been planted there by your love. And, Father God, we're looking to you right now as we incline our ear unto your voice. We yeah, pray God. that you will speak to us, oh God. Speak to our very situation and circumstances, yes, oh God. 
God. Thank you. And Father God, that you will send forth a word, an anointed word, that will remove burdens, destroy yokes, pull down strongholds, and set the captives free. Yes, Father. Father, we thank you in advance for it. We believe by faith in the Son of God that we have it. And so we give you the praise for it in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. Now, God, bless everyone under the sound of my voice to receive exactly what they need. And yes. Father, bless me, O oh God, to be used of you, that you may be glorified through it all. Yes, Father, we Lord. bless you. We call yes. it done by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we just read John 16, Gospel of John, chapter 16, verses 23 to 28. Now, title today is Direct Access to Heaven. Direct Access to Heaven. Glory to God. That's what we have. And God's going to encourage us and share with us something that I believe will make that phrase, direct access to heaven, really come alive in your heart yeah. and in your spirit and transform your life. <clears throat> so let's, let's, let's get into it then, right? But, you know, Jesus here in, in John 16 uh, was telling his disciples that he was going away. Um, he had said to them, uh, at one point, he said, in a little while, um, you shall not see me. And again, a little while, you shall see me. Um, he said that to the disciples, and they didn't understand what, what he meant. Um, and Jesus, in explaining to them, he said uh, in verse um, 22, he said, he said, you know, Right now, you're going to have sorrow, but I will see you again. And you, your joy, uh, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. But he also says something interesting in verse number 20. He says, you know, I told you that I'm going away in a little while, and you won't see me. And you got sad. And he said, you know, you're going to weep and lament in verse 20. He says, but the world shall rejoice, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned to joy. Yeah. It, it, it's really something that we have to constantly remind ourselves here. Because Jesus said, when, when I'm not here in that little while, you're going to be crying, and you're going to be sad about it, but the world is going to rejoice. Mm. And... And then he said, but then your, your sorrow will be turned to joy. What's left unsaid is that the world's joy is going to be turned to sorrow. Wow. Right? But, but the, the thing we want to take from this is the testimony of the world is not ours Amen. as children of God. Right? It's not the same. Jesus said here, when I leave, the world is going to be rejoicing. But the children of God you, my disciples, my followers, you're going to be sad. Why? Same thing happening, but the testimony of God's people is different from the testimony yes, of the world. Yes. Now, I recall, amen, when I was, <clears throat> you know, young in the Lord, right, that it was this us against them I had, you know, in my immaturity, us against them. 
the world and then the children, people of God, the world. And it was like, don't be like the world and all this stuff. And one of the things that, you know, thank God for his mercy and as he grows you up. Because you begin to understand, right, when the scripture says God so loved the world, mm-hmm. amen, and that God wants not one man to perish. Yes. And so, you know, over time, as God grows you up and he changes your thinking and he renews your mind, you start to realize the world is not necessarily an enemy. And those who don't know God, God wants them to know him. And as he continues to work on you and work on me and work on our hearts, we get in line with that. And now we look at the world, right, and say, we want everybody in the world to come into the family yeah. of God. Yeah. And so when I say that the the testimony of the children of God is not the same as the testimony of those in the world, I'm not saying it with any kind of spiritual smugness. Mm-hmm. We're not the same as them. No. It's, it's just a truth, but it's a truth that's underlined, uh, that, uh, that, that is, you know, we have as a foundation underneath it of, but I want everyone in the world to come to know God. How about you? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So that they can have the same testimony as the people of God, because the people of God have a superior testimony in the end. Amen. And so, but here we have to really understand this though. Our testimony is not the same as the world. And we don't say that with smugness. We say that with humility and we say that with gratitude, right? But but we have to say it because otherwise, if we don't get that in our spirit, we'll start saying the same things that people of the world will say. And again, no smugness here, but there is a difference, right? If God is on your side, there's a reason why the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us, right? It's a reason why the the Bible says, greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world, right? We have, you know, we have the true and living God as our Heavenly Father. We have Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior of the world as our big brother. We have the Holy Spirit as our teacher, our leader, our guide, our comforter, and our strength. Yeah. We have the Heavenly Host uh, who uh, will, will responds to the voice of the Word of God. We have the blood of Jesus that covers us yeah. and cleanses us. Yeah. We have all these things. And so we have to understand then that we don't stand in the same place. Mm-hmm. As those who don't. Doesn't make you or I better than anybody else. You or me better than anybody else. But we're in a better situation because we serve God. And so we have to be mindful that the testimony is not, the testimony of the world is not ours. And and, and see, if we are mindful of that, then when we start hearing things being said on the news or on social media about the economy or about the virus or about the job market, or, or about, you know, uh, about anything that's going on in this world. You don't have to accept that as something that now is your testimony. Amen. But if, but if, we, if we don't grasp this idea that my testimony as a child of God is not the same as the world, Amen. we'll start saying everything that everybody else is saying. And, and, and what does the Bible say? Hey, man, you shall have whatsoever you say. You start saying some stuff, believing yes, it, repeating yes. it. It gets in your spirit. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, we have to be careful. And so 
we see right here, Jesus is saying, the same thing is going to happen. I'm going to leave. And when I leave, the world is going to rejoice, but you as my disciples are going to be sad. Why? Same event, different testimony, yes. right? And so here we are right now. We're all in the midst of this virus, different testimony. Maybe the job market is going down, different testimony. Mm -hmm. Stock market may be going down, different testimony. Yes. See, so so even though, right, what, what's the Bible say? We, Jesus said, I don't pray that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one, right? So we're in this world, but we're not of it. And so therefore, the testimony of this world does not belong to us. Amen. Amen? And so that's a key for us, amen. Um, you know, we have to understand, again, it's not because we're better. We're not, amen. Who are we, amen? We're just, you know, <laughs> God showed his mercy on us, amen. But, you know, I, I, I think, but, but we have Jesus, and we have to understand that. And the Bible says that Jesus, it says in the book of Colossians, that Jesus is the hope of glory. Yes. That he's the hope of glory. And if you have Jesus, then you have the hope of glory. In fact, it says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yes. Right? That's the mystery that God uh, revealed to the Gentiles through us. And that is Christ in you, in me, the hope of glory. And, and when I think of glory, I always think of that exchange that, that Moses and God had in Exodus 33. Next is 33 and 18, Moses said to God, show me your glory. Yeah. And God said to Moses, I will make all of my goodness pass before you. Right. And so for me, the, the glory of God is all of God's goodness passing before me. It's the goodness of God that's revealed in our lives. Yeah. And so if we have the hope of glory, we have the hope of God's goodness being revealed in our lives, which is why we can be in the same situation as the world, but we have Jesus, the hope of glory, the hope that God, even in the midst of the darkest situation, will reveal his goodness yes. unto his children. Yes. We have to hold on to that. Amen. So we have this hope that, that we will see the goodness of God. We have this hope that we are being transformed as our minds are renewed. We have this hope that the work that, that God began in us, he's going to complete it. We have this hope that we're going to be restored unto God. We have this hope that, that, that we will, even if we pass on in this life, we're going to yeah. rise with resurrected, glorified bodies. We have this hope yeah. that we have a heavenly inheritance that belongs to us, that is assured unto us. Yes, amen. We have this hope. And it's a hope, right, that is both present and eternal. We have this hope right now. Um, and so, in the midst of what has been and continues to be a challenging year, a year that's pressing in on all sides, we yet have hope because we don't have the world's testimony. God has given us a different testimony, but it's up to us to declare it. Amen. And it's up to us to hold on to it. So now in the in the verses we were reading 
today is our foundation in John 16. We start at verse 22. Mm-hmm. I just want to read that um, in the New Living Translation. Because Jesus says, he says, at that time, amen, uh, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. And here's where we, we really want to focus, begin to focus. He says, I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. Yeah. Then he says in verse 26, he says, you will ask in my name. He said, then you will ask my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me. Mm. So there's two things we want to take from that. One, Jesus is saying, you can ask the Father directly. Yes. No need for intermediaries. One of the things that I often make fun of because I, I think it's so destructive to, to, what, to, to what goes on within the body of believers is this idea that only certain people can get a prayer through. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that has no scriptural basis in, in it, it, right? Jesus says here, you can go to yes. the Father yes. directly. Yes. So if you can go to the Father directly, if I can go, she can go, he can go, we all can go to the Father yes. directly. Why do we need someone who can get a prayer through? We all can get a prayer through. Jesus said we can go directly to the Father in his name. So if you have heard, if you believed, if you have said, amen, that somehow there's other people who get prayers through, but you can't, reject that thing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We all can get a prayer through. We all have direct access to heaven. Amen. We can go directly to the Father in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He said, you will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request. And then again, in verse 27, he says, um, in verse 26, he says, I'm not going, he says, I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, but the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me. That's something else that as you go to the Father directly, asking for what it is that you desire, ask with the knowledge that your Father loves you dearly. dearly. Amen. Yeah. Your Father's not mad at you. Your Father's not holding a, your Heavenly Father's not holding a grudge against you. Your Heavenly Father's not talking about the things you did on yesterday. He's not saying, you know, I'm tired of hearing you. You're always asking. No. Your Father loves you dearly. And so when you go to him with this direct access that you have through Jesus, going directly to him, no intermediary is needed. Glory to God. No intermediary is needed. You can go directly. And when you go, you can go filled with confidence, knowing my father loves me dearly. And so when you show up before him with your requests, understand that God has a smile on his face because he wants to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. 
Glory to God. Now, in the message version of, of, of this passage, amen, um, <clears throat> Jesus says, he says, um, this is what I want you to do. Ask the Father for whatever is in keeping with the things I have revealed to you. Right? Mm -hmm. Ask the Father for whatever is in keeping with the things that I have revealed to you. And, you know, I want to stop here because you remember two weeks ago, God spoke to us in, in, about of things to come and talked yes. about the Holy Spirit will reveal unto us the future, will reveal unto us the things to come. That's part of the Holy Spirit's ministry. And that the Holy Spirit will reveal unto us things to come that are consequential, things to come concerning the will of God for yes. your life, mm -hmm. things concerning the will of God in the earth, right? Mm -hmm. We recall how the pre-incarnate Christ visited Abraham in Genesis 18, and Abraham, you know, took very good care of these guests that he mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. And as as God was leaving, as, as Christ was leaving and, and, and his companions are leaving with him, he said, shall we withhold from Abraham that which I do, right? Mm -hmm. and, in, and instead of withholding that he had come to see about Sodom and Gomorrah and pass judgment on it if, if that was required, he didn't hold it from Abraham, he shared it with him. Yeah. And so we, we understand that, that God told Abraham certain things, didn't withhold. God will tell you and I, who are under a better covenant that's built on better promises, he will tell you and I things to come. Yeah. He won't withhold. And so that's, that's important as we see here because it, it, it says here in the message version that Jesus said, ask the Father for whatever is in keeping to the things I've revealed to you. Mm -hmm. See, there are some things that God has revealed to you that he hasn't revealed to anybody else. There are some things that you have heard from God as you have been in your prayer closet, as you have cried yourself to sleep at night, as you have walked yes. alone yes. Uh, and just been yes. contemplating and thinking. There have been things that God has revealed to you. And, and God is saying to you, you need to start asking me yes. for those things. Jesus. Ask me for the things that I've revealed to you. Ask me for the things that I've told you through my spirit, through the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of you, whose ministry is to tell you of what he hears me saying and of those things to come. Ask me for those things, right? Mm. And then we saw last week, though, but when you ask, make sure your heart is right, yes. right? Remember, David, mm -hmm. creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And we saw the importance of having that right spirit, where, where Cain, on the one hand, did not have the right spirit. He brought a grain offering to God, but he didn't do it in the right spirit. And God said to him, if you will do what's yes. right, you yes. will be accepted. And what happened? Cain, when he heard that he, he, he didn't do what's right, the scripture goes on and tells us that he left the presence of God and he went and he killed his brother. So he, he didn't listen to God. And my, my brother's keeper, when God asked where his brother was, he still didn't have a right spirit. And what happened? God banished him from his presence, yeah. the scripture tells us. But you contrast that with Caleb. Caleb, who had a what God called a different spirit from 10 of the, uh, the spies who went out to spy the land. Because Caleb and Joshua came back 
but with a different testimony. But yeah. God specifically said Caleb had a different spirit because he the the ten spies were going. We can't go up and take the land. But Caleb said, "Let us go up at once, for we are well able yes. to overcome it." Right? We are well able. His spirit was right because it was in line with God. And God said, my, my, my servant Caleb has a different spirit. He had a right spirit. And that right spirit, glory to God, allowed Caleb not only to believe God right now, right? He was saying, let's go up right now and take the land. That right spirit in, empowered Caleb to, to believe God right now, but also as we saw, when Caleb was promised his inheritance on the other side, Jordan, it was 45 years yes, later Jesus. where Caleb, because of that right spirit, he had, he had the ability not only to believe God right now, but he had the ability to, for his faith to endure for 45 years. And he still was able to say, give me my mountain. Amen. So you see, the thing that he believed God for today, he believed him for 45 years Jesus. down the line. Now I'm saying to someone, amen, that see this, I don't, I'm not saying, listen, somebody, you, your, your mountain may be before you in 45 years. I don't know. It may be in 45, it, it may be in 45 days. It could be in 45 minutes. But, but if you have a right spirit with God, you, God will keep you because it's not about us. God is the keeper, is our keeper and the shade upon our right hand. And so it was God that kept Caleb in that. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. All glory goes unto God. We take no credit. But if you have the right spirit, it will keep you believing God today and tomorrow and for as long as you need to. And until you get what God has promised you. Amen. And you won't waver, you won't quit, you won't fall, and you won't fail. You'll get to that point where you say, okay, Lord, give me my mountain. I believed you when you spoke it. I believe it today. My faith is as strong today as it was then. Give me my mountain. And so that's what God's been telling us. Holy Spirit's going to tell you things to come. Make sure you keep your heart right, though. Right? Make sure you're in line with me. Make sure when you hear those things that the Holy Spirit tells you, you don't start going, ah, that's not going to happen. How many stories are there in the Bible of people hearing the Word of God and scoffing at it? That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Babe, you remember the story I know it's in... I think it might be in 2 Kings chapter 6 or somewhere around there where there was a, a famine in Samaria and Elisha said, by this time tomorrow, yes, yes. by this time tomorrow, bread is going to be sold for a penny and yes. this is going to be sold for that. There's going to be plenty. And, and, and then the king's servant said, oh, that's not going to happen. And Elijah said, it's going to happen, but you ain't going to get none of it, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, I'm just paraphrasing, but then the next day, 
It certainly happened, right? Amen. And all the food was available, the famine was over, and the people were so excited. Yes. The king put yes. that same servant who didn't believe and said, watch the gate. And he was at the gate, but the people were so excited that God's word came to pass, they trampled that servant and killed him. Jesus. And the word of God came true and yes, said, indeed. it's going to happen tomorrow. But you're not going to see it. See, we don't want to scoff at the word of God when it's revealed. And so if the Holy Spirit reveals it unto us, we want to have the right spirit. Right? We want to have the right spirit. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to be like Caleb. I'm going to believe him now. And I'm going to hold on to that belief until I get my mountain. So that's what God's been telling us the last couple of weeks. And now he's saying unto us, if you hear him. You got direct access. Amen. You got direct access to me Amen. to begin receiving from me the things that I want to see. Because see, here's the thing. The, the world is talking about how bad a shape everything is. But here's the thing. Ain't, ain't nothing, nothing wrong in heaven. Ain't no, there's, there, there's no disease in heaven. There, there, there's no unemployment in heaven. There, 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 there's no crime in heaven. There, there's, no, there's no darkness in heaven. Amen. There's nothing. And you and I, the Bible says, are citizens, glory to God, of heaven. Yes. We have dual citizenship. We have citizenship on this earth, but we are citizens of heaven. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong in heaven. And God says, you got direct access to heaven right now. And so you can come before the throne of grace and receive the downloads from God. And, the in, and, and those inner promptings from the Holy Spirit. Amen. And if you and I remain with the right heart and the right spirit, we'll receive them not with scoffing, but with joy. And we will see the word of God come to pass in our lives. Amen. And we have direct access. Amen. And think about, picture this in your mind, the direct access you have to the Father. It's, it's like this, you, you don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to go through anybody. You, you don't have to show your ID to security. Amen. You don't have to get past security and then have to speak to a receptionist. There's none of that. There's just direct access to the true and living God. Amen. Amen. It's to, to the true and living God. Now, I, I'd like to turn to something. Amen. Um, take a few minutes here and go to Hebrews chapter 10. You can go there with me to Hebrews chapter 10. And we're going to look at verse 19. We'll start, start at verse 19. Let's look at this, Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, Hebrews 10 and 19. It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, watch this, let us go right into the presence of God yes. 
with sincere hearts, fully trusting in him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Now, we, we got to take some time to go through this a little bit, because see, in verse 19, yeah. the writer of Hebrews says, as brothers and sisters, dear brothers and sisters, those who are part of the family of God, amen? What does he say? We can boldly enter heaven's most holy place yes. because of the blood of Jesus. Now, we know that in the tabernacle, there was something called the most holy place or the holies of holies, amen? amen. The holies of holies. It, it was the most holy place, right? It was the place that was, no one could see. There was, set, there was a curtain, right? A thick curtain that was before the most holy place. And the only one who could go into the most holy place where the Ark of the Covenant was and, 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 and uh, which symbolized the presence of God, the only one who could go in there was the high priest. Mm -hmm. And he could go in there only one time a year on the Day of Atonement for the sins of the people. Right. right? Mm -hmm. That's what was going on in the tabernacle here on earth. Only one person, one time a year, could go into the most holy place. Yeah. But what has happened now because of Jesus coming to earth, and that Jesus, he suffered, he bled, he died, he was buried, he was raised from the dead on the third day, and he's ascended to the Father. And now he's at the Father's right hand. That gave us direct access to heaven to where now we don't need someone going into the most holy place for us. Yeah. That's over. Now, this, the writer of Hebrews says, we, you and I, can boldly enter to heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we can enter, and it says this, we can boldly enter into the most holy place. Amen. We don't have to tiptoe. We don't have to ask for permission. We can just boldly come into the most holy place. Heaven's most holy place yeah. is what the scripture says. Verse 20 says that by Jesus's death, he's opened up a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. Amen. It's open. Amen. It's, it's, it's wide open for us. There are no obstructions. There are no rules. There are no hindrances. There are no hurdles. It's just open. It's a clear path to God. And then it says, and since we have this great high priest, let us go right into the presence of God. Yeah. You don't have to hesitate. You don't have to think if, if this is the appropriate time, if you have the appropriate request. If it's not, God will let you know. You can go right into the presence of God. And it says, but when you go, go with a, it, it says here, go with sincere hearts. Remember we talked about the rightness of our heart? Go with a sincere heart, right? Fully trusting in him. So that's what the writer of Hebrews is telling us, amen? So we know now that we have the right to boldly enter into the holy place. It reminds us of what the writer says in Hebrews 4 and 16 of how we can come boldly before yes, yes. The, right, the throne of grace, right? Yes. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. 
that, that, that we have now, you can hear this, there's no hindrances mm -hmm. to us having direct access to heaven, having direct access to the Father through the blood of Jesus Christ and the sacrifice he made for us, right? He is our high priest, amen? Mm -hmm. And he's already done the work, and it's not something that has to be done year after year after year after year. He did it once for all time. Mm -hmm. And now that it's done, we have that total, complete, direct access to heaven yes. and to our Heavenly Father. And so... We are invited. Do you hear the invitation God is, is calling? He, we are invited to, to, to stop acting like we're not part of the family. Remember, our testimony is different. We have direct access to God. We don't need anything or anybody else in order to speak to our Father and make our requests known. Right, right. Uh, Paul says in, in Philippians four and six, he says he says that we should be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Amen. Mm -hmm. You and I can let our requests be made known unto God. Amen. And we can do it directly because we just have a have a direct path, an unobstructed path to the Father. We have an unobstructed path to heaven. Amen. And then we have the encouragement. Go directly to him. Amen. You know, some people play in the Monopoly, and if you play Monopoly, there's a card. Doesn't matter where you are on the board. It's like a community chess card or something like that. You pick the card and it says what? Go to what does it say? Go to go or something like that. It's, it, it goes tells you that you can go to go oh. and collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. No matter where you are on the board, wherever you are, you just go directly there. You stay there. You're gonna get your two hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. It's just, you just go directly. And see, we're we're being told, right? Don't matter who you are. It don't matter where you are in your life. Doesn't matter how many mistakes you have made. You may be at your lowest point. You could be at your highest point. You could be anywhere in between. But wherever you are, go directly to God. Amen. You don't need anything else. You can go directly to God Amen. right now. You don't got to roll the dice. Go to God. <laughs> you ain't got to take no chances. Amen. You just go straight to God. Amen. Because Jesus has made a way where you and I, as children of the Most High God, have direct access to heaven. Yes. And so the writer of Hebrews says, go right into the presence yes. of God. Amen. Amen. Go right into it. I mean, you don't got to get dressed. You don't got to get dressed. You don't got to brush your teeth. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You, you, you don't have to. But see, but, but, but here's the thing. What is, but, but, here's, but you don't have to do good works either. I don't know about you, but there was a time in my life where, you know, if I thought I, I knew that I wasn't doing things the way I should, I tried to be good for the next couple of days. You know what I mean? Like, I tried to be good for the next couple of days, and I felt that that now, you know, it made me presentable unto God. Yeah. See, that's works-based. 
That's works-based stuff. That's, that's, that's legalism and stuff. There's nothing we can do that would justify our presence before God. Amen? Amen? So you don't have to get yourself together. You don't have to get it right. You don't have to be good for a couple days and then come to God. You can come to God right after you made Amen. a mistake. You can come to God right after you told somebody off. You can, right? But you now come, God, I know I shouldn't have done that. Lord, help me. Help me. Yeah. Like, you can come right into it and Amen. receive mercy and grace to help you in time of need. Direct access. No need to wait on anything or anybody. Glory to God. So we have this direct access. Amen. Into heaven's most holy place. Now, I love how the body of Hebrews says that. He ain't talking about the earth's most holy place where it used to be set up that way. He said heaven's most holy place. You can come right before the throne of God. You're invited and you're Amen. encouraged to Amen. come. And now once we're there, amen, once you're there, listen for his voice. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in another context, but I believe that this is a context that we all could benefit from no matter what. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. Yeah. Sometimes we come into the presence of God and we just want to start going off with the mouth. <laughs> Be quick to hear and slow to speak. Listen for his voice first. Mm. Amen. God is preeminent. Let him have the preeminence. God should always go first. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so when we come into the presence of God, before we just start spouting off, be quick to hear and slow to speak. Amen. Give God the glory. Give him the preeminence. Yes. Let God go first. Amen. Amen. Just go into his presence and just wait to see if he, the king, has something to say to you. Amen. Amen. Get into his presence. Listen to his voice. Amen. And then after you listen, then begin to make your request. Amen. Glorify him. Praise him. Thank him. Make your request. Do it freely. He receives you freely. He loves you dearly. Amen. Love him back. Amen. Just love him back. Amen. And don't worry about all the things that you've done. Thank God for his mercy. Amen. So go there and, and, and listen for his voice and, 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 and praise him and worship him. And, and, and then make your request known. Right? Make your request known. But then here's the other thing. We just talked about Hebrews 4 and 16. We boldly come before the throne of grace. But the writer of Hebrews said we do it for a reason. And we do it for a purpose. That we may obtain. Huh? Yes. That we may obtain. Yes. So when we go before God, don't go before God asking him and then go, well, it's up to him if he's going to give it to me. That's not the spirit of obtaining. Obtaining, that's leaving it to him. Well, I don't know if he's going to do it. No, no, no. You go with a confidence and a boldness and say, I'm asking you for something and I've come here to obtain. Amen. I've come here to receive. You, you, see, we have to be in a receiving mode. We want things from God, but we don't have a receiving spirit. Yeah. It's not greedy to have a receiving spirit. To ask of your Heavenly Father that which you need and do it with the expectation that you shall receive. Yes. We go yeah. before the throne of grace with the idea of obtaining. We come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain. Obtain yes. what? 
mercy. What's mercy? Yeah, I did it, but I got mercy. God's not going to punish me for what I did. I receive his mercy. Somebody needs to receive mercy yes. today because Amen. you're walking around with a guilty conscience. But our consciences, the writer of Hebrews even says it here. He says, he says, he says, our consciences, our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's yes. blood. And see, the blood takes away the offense. It takes away, amen. It's the penalty that's paid for what you and I have done. So guess what? Receive the mercy, amen. Yes. Go before the throne of grace and obtain. Obtain the mercy and then watch this. And then obtain and receive the grace Amen. to help in time of need. Right now, there's need all over. This is a time of need all across the earth. Amen. And I know there's a time of need. You got a time of need. I got to, This is a time of need. Amen? Amen. We all need something at this time. This is a time of need. And, 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 and the Bible says that God has grace to help yes. in time of need. need. You have need right now, then this is your time of need. But here's the good thing. There's a grace to help. Jesus. There's a grace to help you in your time of need. Glory to God. Amen. And so we have to go. We go, you know, we, we're going to be quick to hear, slow to speak. We want to just get into the presence of God. And then we worship him and praise him and we make our request known. And then after you make your request known, don't just walk away and go, okay, God, what you want to do is up to you. No, you, you, you have that spirit of obtaining and, and receiving and standing on his word. God, you said that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I receive my healing in Jesus' name. Amen. You said that you will lead me in the way that I should go and that you will teach me how to profit and you delight in my prosperity and you would overflow my cup. I receive my abundance in Jesus' name. Amen. We have to receive. All of it's done with a boldness. The coming is done with a boldness. The asking is done with a boldness. Yes. And the receiving is done with a boldness to where people who hear you go, you really believe in God for that? And you can shake your, you can nod your head up and down. Yes, I am. Why? Because I'm like Caleb. Give me my... So, so, so here's the thing. God is calling you into his presence. Mm. We, and it's, it's so, we said it last week where we said God speaks the end from the beginning. See, he called us by saying, I'm showing you things to come. But make sure you come to me the right way. Mm -hmm. And now he's telling us, now understand, you can come whenever you want because you got direct access. Yeah. You got direct access to me to receive from me the revelation of what I'm going to do and the yeah. revelation of what I want to do, not only for you, but what I want to do on the earth. And he's inviting us, amen? He's calling us into his presence. And you have sensed this before. You've sensed it, that he's calling you like never before. You, you know it. You, you know he's calling you. You know he's speaking to you. You know he's been guiding you. You know he's comforting you and strengthening you. You know he's encouraging you. And most of all this, you know he's changing you. Yes, indeed. You know he's changing you. 
over these last several months, God has done a work in you that's yes. more noticeable even to you than ever before. You know he's changing you. He's changing the way you talk. He's changing the way you think. He's changing the way you're walking with yes. him. He's changing yes. the way you're walking with other people. He's yes. changing the way you respond to things. He's changing the way you look at things. Because God is drawing you into his presence. Yes. And he's letting you know Whatever you have done up until now that's been more than before, maybe you've been praying more, hearing more, receiving more. God is saying whatever's been up until now is just the beginning. Because if you can understand, you have direct access and you take advantage, you're going to come and the floodgates of revelation are going to be open. And you're going to receive. And you're going to receive. And you're going to receive. And you're going to obtain. And you're going to obtain. And you're going to know. And you're going to be guided by the Spirit. And you're going to hear more. Shall I tell them what I'm going to do? And, it's the, yes. and the downloads are just going yes. to keep coming. And they're just going to keep coming. And they're just going to keep coming. Because you now know I got direct access. And you're going to say, why I've been sitting around here fretting about stuff when I got direct access to God. Yeah, I know I did my devotional this morning, but heaven ain't closed. I can go there right now. And you go back again. Lord, it's me again. And you come back, and Lord, it's me. And you just coming back, and then here she come again. Here he come again. And here you come walking like George Jefferson. You come walking up in there, and go, right? And you make your request known. Lord, it's me. Glory to God. Amen. And so, 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 we have an open invitation. We have direct access to heaven. So gladly accept it and take advantage of it, amen? And, and, and take advantage of it. I know that, uh, you know, God for, for the last several months has been telling me, come before me several times a day, right? Just to stop. Sometimes you just got to stop. You just got to stop what you're doing and just yep. go before God. Amen? And there's no form. There's no fashion. There's no way of doing it and all that kind of stuff. Amen? Amen? That, that's done away with. And you can, you can do it anywhere you want. You just, it's, about, it's a spiritual thing. You can do it while you're washing the dishes. Right? Amen. You, just, you know what? You're washing, but like, and you just... Amen. You just, you just turn all your focus on to the Lord. Amen. Or you just turn off the TV if you want. You can go for a walk. You can do whatever you want. But take advantage of the access. Amen. Yeah. Take the advantage of the access. Um, we, we, we're leaving. I, I just want to read one last thing before we leave. I want to read something because this is Christmas time. Amen. And I want to read something. I was reading this yesterday just because. Amen. You ever read the Bible just because? I mean, like, you know what I mean? You, just, you know what? I feel like reading that. You ever be like that? I just feel like reading that. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, man, I just felt like reading the, glory to God, the announcement, the heavenly announcement to the shepherds of Jesus' birth. Amen? And it's in what? Luke 2, right? Is it yep. Luke 2? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Luke 2 and verse 8. I just want to read some of that. It says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, 
For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Yeah. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Yeah. And it came to pass that the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord has made known yeah. unto us. Amen. Praise God. I read this yesterday <laughs> just because <laughs> until I realized this morning there was a purpose for the reading, mm -hmm. right? And in the context of this, this idea of direct access to heaven, we have to understand that at this time when this announcement was made, heaven hadn't spoken to earth in 400 years, mm -hmm. right? There was no revelation, right? From Malachi until the time Jesus was born, there was no revelation from heaven. 400 years, heaven was silent. But on this night, heaven opened up and an announcement came to earth. That Jesus was born. That mm -hmm. a Savior was born. And then Jesus lived. And he suffered. He bled. He died. He, he was buried. He rose again. He ascended. And now heaven is wide open. Mm -hmm. Right? And heaven is wide open. And here this was over 2,000 years ago. Heaven was speaking to earth. And, and God wants us to know right now. If, if, if we read this and we, and we are taken with the story of the angels and angelic hosts speaking to these lowly shepherds, and if this is something to us that makes our hearts leap for joy, then how much the more should our hearts be leaping for joy? Because heaven now is far more wide open than it was here. Yeah. Because of what Jesus has done. And heaven is speaking to earth right now with a greater urgency, a greater depth of revelation, and a greater, a, a greater depth and giving us more understanding yes. than ever before. And so if this reading makes you happy at this time of the year, you really need to be happy. Amen. Because heaven is speaking to earth, including you here on this earth, like never no, before. before. Why? Mm -hmm. Because unlike then, right here, we have direct access. Amen. Amen. They didn't have direct access. When the angel, when it says here that after the angels, it says and it came to pass as the angels were gone away unto them to heaven. Well, that was it. There's no more talking between, the, between heaven and the shepherds anymore because the angels were gone. Shepherds could have wanted to talk to the angels all they want. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have. That's not our testimony. Now, here we have it. God speaks to us, and we can continue to go directly into the presence of God anytime we want to get more dialogue, to continue the conversation, to get more revelation. Amen? Amen. So glory to God in heaven. Amen? We have direct access to heaven. 
courtesy of the Lord Jesus Christ, the true and living God, our Heavenly Father, who loves us deeply. Amen. amen. Let us take advantage of it and realize, amen, that it's such, it's such a blessing for us to have this, especially in times like these. Amen. 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 Let's pray today. Glory to God. Let's pray today. Uh, as we go down from here. Father, we bless your name you, and we thank you, God, for what yes, you have Father. spoken unto us, what you have shared unto us, what you have shown us. God, we're praying, oh God, the Holy Spirit will take us even deeper into yes, the truth Father, of this word. You, Father, you said the truth will make us free, that we shall know the truth and the truth that we know shall make us free. So yes, Holy Spirit, teach us the truth of this word even the more that we may walk in the blessed liberty that is ours in Christ Jesus. Yes, Father, we yes. just thank you, O oh God, for the direct access that we have to your throne of grace through the blood of Jesus Christ. Father God, let us come boldly, O oh God, and let us come freely with sincere hearts, O oh God, yes, knowing right. that you love us dearly, and that God, that you are sharing with us and showing us things to come, things that will strengthen us in our faith, things that will strengthen us for this journey yes, that we are right. on with you. And Father, we bless you by faith in the Son of God for all that you have already shown us, that which is speaking now, and that which you shall continue to speak. Yes, and Father, God. we just bless you for the abundance of revelations that we shall receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I just pray right now that you will seal this word deeply within our hearts. Yes, Father. And Father God, let it, O oh God, bear a, a great and tremendous harvest of glorious fruit that will give your name all the praise. Father, we thank you, we bless you, and we give you the glory now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God, amen. amen. Praise God for your direct access to heaven, amen. And just amen. begin to take advantage of it, amen. As many times as you want, amen. amen. You can go, amen. Your, your privileges are not going to expire. Amen. Amen. There, there's no limit on it. Amen. Amen. Just continue to go to God and let God continue to speak to you and bless you. Amen. Amen. So until next time, uh, be good. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we pray that we will see you on Wednesday. Uh, keep, keep going, God. Keep believing in.